Are you ready for the Word of God? Hallelujah. We're going to have a short service. I know you are used to getting out at 12 o'clock, but uh, we're going to try and have you out just after 11 o'clock. Can I get a good amen? Because amen means so shall it be. Hallelujah. And um, we are speaking about the love of Christ that compels us. Now, when we look at that scripture in 2 Corinthians uh, 5, uh, verse 14, it says that for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that once died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on we regard no one uh, from a worldly point of view uh, though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do not do so any longer. Therefore, if anyone is in, let's say in, come and say in. If anyone is in, if anyone is in Christ, uh, it comes in and says the new creation um, has come. The old has gone, the new is here. And then it comes and it introduces the concept of reconciliation. And that's why it is important that when we speak of the love of Christ that compels, there's many things that might be pushing and pulling people. Now, when you look at the different forces that we find in life, we see that there's the, 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 the force and, and the law of gravity. Whatever goes up must come down. Then we see that there's different forces. There's pulling forces. There's pushing forces. When we read Scripture, we see that there's leading, guiding, showing uh, uh, God. God pulling us in a certain direction and then God um, having us have a choice in what, what direction we should go. It is important that when the love of Christ compels, it comes, it's our urge, it is our motive, it is the reason for doing things. Now I cannot have His compelling, I cannot have Him as one that urges me without knowing who He is. It's important to know who Christ is, who God is. He was the Word that became flesh. Now, with any theme that we do, and we do themes so that we could equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although we are many, we are one body. We come and we speak about themes, the love of Christ that compels. This whole week, people were celebrating Valentine's Day. But we need to remind people that there's a love that will never fail. There's a love that will never fail. There's a love that will never fade. There's a love and a flame of God that will never, never go out. And I can come and I can boast not in the love that I have for Him like a John, but I can come and I am boasting in the love that God has for me. For there's nothing that I can do that can have God love me more. There's nothing that you and I can do that can have God love us less. That frees us. Not to now go and do whatever we want. No, no, no. Knowing our identity is locked up in who Jesus is. And if we now are in Him... We know that we are new creatures. Yes, I know that we say that I am not what I should be. But thank God I'm no longer what I was. I know that by the grace of God that as I behold Him, 
I become like Him. Whatever your eye is hooked to, multiplies. The love of Christ, it pulls me. It pushes me. It drives me. There's other things that might drive people. Knowledge might drive people. We have a, we have a doctor, pastor, not a, a, theo, a, 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 not a, a, a doctor in theology, a medical doctor, a surgeon in Louisiana, in Alexandria, a heart physician, knowledge. I'm talking about things that might drive you. He was called to do a very intricate heart surgery. Obviously, with most of those big heart surgeries, you would have a panel of doctors watching how you do it so that there won't be any lawsuits of malpractice or whatever the case might be. Talking about what drives you, let the love of Christ compel you. Let the love of Christ pull you. Let the love of Christ push you. Let the love of Christ urge you. Let the love of Christ lead you. Let the love of Christ guide you. He was doing this operation. Dr. David Remedius doing this operation and right in, in the middle of the operation, the Holy Spirit. Let's say Holy Spirit. Let's say Holy Spirit. Let's say Holy Spirit. See, we need to start realizing that while I'm ministering, there's different voices that are speaking to you right now. While I'm ministering, there's different voices that's either trying to hijack the word seat that is falling into your heart. There's the voice of the mind that is, that is reason. And that speaks to you, that leads you, that guides you. There's the voice of the flesh which is feeling that has you all of a sudden do things because you feel like that. Some people didn't come to church because the voice of the flesh led them not to because they didn't feel like it. And then there's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Who should we listen to? The Holy Spirit. We are spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. Our soul is our emotions, our intellect, uh, the, the, the reasoning. So the voice of the mind being reason. The voice of the flesh being feeling. The voice of the, the Spirit being the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit told him not to do the operation as they discussed. Right in the middle of it. And now he has a choice. Let's say choice. Come on, let's say choice. Let's say choice again. Choice. See, God allows you to choose. That Deuteronomy comes and says that I hold before you life and death. You choose. He gives us, it's an open book test. And how many of us, we love those open book tests. He gives us the choices. A and B. He says, and I give you the answer. I hold before you life and death. Now choose life. Now he is set before a choice. The Holy Spirit. Now you have, you have a choice and you can Either miss it, you can say no to what God wants you to do, or you can say yes to what God wants to do. And the Holy Spirit told him, don't do this operation like, like you guys discussed. There's something that you are not seeing. I tell you to do it differently. And he has to now weigh up the options. Don't we weigh up our options? When we are led into deeper waters, when not into deeper trouble, once God wants to lead us out of whatever it is that we are in, now we, we now weigh up the pros and the cons. What, what voice is speaking to you? The voice of reason. 
the voice of the mind. Let me weigh up the pros and the cons. How does the Holy Spirit lead? The Holy Spirit leads me in peace. Where there's a complete shalom of God. Nothing lacking, nothing broken. Now, those of you that has ever listened to that voice, know that that peace that surpasses all understanding does not just settle on you. Comes where you make that decision. And then there is a pulling down of strongholds. Because there's thoughts that's coming to you and say, that wasn't the right decision. Oh, you're going to regret that. Oh, you're gonna, you'd never make the right decision. You're going to see how this thing's going to blow up in your face. Is that the voice of the Holy Spirit? No, 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 no. That's the enemy trying to have you have a double-minded heart. So negative thoughts, get the word in. See, if we get a love for the word of God, if the love of Christ compels us, we will start eating the word of God. And when we eat the word of God, we will know the will of God. Not only will we know the will of God, but we will know the ways of God. Remember, he is a slow to anger, full of mercy and love. Uh, he is a gracious God. Not only should it be God's word, but it should also sound like God. Because I have many a times had the, the, the enemy come to me and use scripture. Even when Jesus was led into the wilderness, did he not use scripture? He used scripture, twisted it, turned it. That's why it has to be inspired. It has to be Holy Spirit led. The word has to come alive. The word has to come alive. And that is why it is important that the love of Christ compels us to the point or to the place where I'm not doing this just to get brownie points or just to mark my attendance that I've been at church so I can maybe just slide into heaven. No, no, no. I want to have Christ live the best kind of life through me. Because I would have chosen Jesus. I would have chosen Jesus even if heaven wasn't the deal breaker. Because once I look at his life, I know that it's the best kind of life to live. So now we get the Holy Spirit. We get the word, we know the word, and we know what the word of God wants us to do, the, the will of God, the ways of God. The Holy Spirit comes and breathes life onto those words. So now my knowledge I now know when to apply what means it turns into wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. What to apply, what to apply, when to apply it. Not one ply, two ply. Okay, I see I've lost a few. We're back in theater. In Alexandria. He says, God... I know your voice. I know. I know that I need to do it differently. But I know that if they see me do this differently, and there's no way to now all of a sudden argue and communicate and try to hide how I'm going to do it. So he starts saying, well, if they see, if they see me do this and something goes wrong, I'm willing to face the consequences. But I know your voice. And I'm going to be led. By your Holy Spirit. And he does the operation. 
Remember, we are still talking about being compelled by the Holy Spirit, being compelled by the love of Christ. When I'm compelled by the love of Christ, I do like Jesus did. What I see my Father do, I do. When I'm compelled by the love of Christ, then I listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. I get to know the voice of the Holy Spirit when I know the Word and I understand how He operates. Because He is one that wants to bring life, light, and multiplication. The enemy tries to bring death, darkness, depreciation. And he listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit and he did the operation the way that God told him to do. And all of a sudden he starts seeing a commotion up on the balcony of the oversight that was there. Because obviously they are getting paperwork and lawyers and everybody that is trying to get on the phone just to all, all of a sudden start doing the damage control and while they're doing that, and this is how some people are, focus on the letter which is dead and not, not aware of the miracle happening. Once being led by the Holy Spirit and obedient by God's Word. Dr. David Remedius goes and saves that person's life. The, the way the, the, the op should have gone and how they discussed it, if it did it that way, after looking at it further, they saw that what happened on the operating table at that mo moment, if he stuck to the plan, that that patient would have died right there. But with the Holy Spirit's leading and him being obedient, he saved that man's life. And yes, there was a couple of slaps on the wrist and a couple of warning letters that were signed but the person is alive today. See, that is important to know that when I am driven, when the love of Christ compels me, I know that, they, that it's, it's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that lives in me and that we hear as kingdom ambassadors. And now I come and, and you might say, well, I'm not a heart surgeon. I might just be a mechanic. How do I do this? I'm not saying that now every time, you know, once you open up the hood of a car, you know, to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you would want to do? But I know that the Holy Spirit is great, has great wisdom. But do it to your life where you say, Lord, where is it that I could better represent you? Where is it that I could get, get be a better example of who Jesus was for he is my model? Important to, to know that. So he comes and he gives us free will. He gives us choices to make. So that when there's a pushing of negativity, when there's a pushing of pressure, that you can fight back. Let the love of Christ compel you to know that this too shall pass. Oh no, I'm going to say it again. Whatever it is that you're currently going through, that this too shall pass. That, that something, something, something has to break, something has to give way, and that breaking is not going to be you. Why? Because our strength is in the Lord. We need to get ourselves to a place where we start speaking word into our situations and circumstances. Always have a word of life when confronted with a dead situation. And I don't know about you, but waking up and, and, and doing what we need to do in this world, knowing that we are not from this world, we are in here, but not from here. We're here to stand out and we're here to represent Christ in the right way. 
We need to ask ourselves daily, Lord, I need to be empowered with a word of life. When the enemy tries to come up against us like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against it. That we know that we are on the winning side. That with our God that we can face the storm. It's important that, that you encourage. And this is, you know, don't have the word take our affirmations and walk it down. No, no, death and life lies in the power of the tongue. And we know that when we use it, we know that we will not go under, that we are going to break through and go over. It's not just something fancy smancy that TikTok is now using, you know, positive declarations and positive affirmations. No, no, it's the Word of God. Some people come and they embrace the principles, but they reject Christ. And they will see heaven on earth, but not heaven one day. We come and sometimes what we do, we embrace Christ and we will see heaven one day, but we are struggling to see the kingdom to come. He wants us to embrace Him and His principles and live a God kind of life. Never again living beneath the, the, the benefits of being a son and a daughter of God. We need to start taking a stand. And it's not taking a stand and being rude. No, 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 no. It's taking a stand and let the love of Christ compel you in all humility, knowing that you're a son of God, you're a daughter of the Most High, that things can't just go like it's going at the moment, that you can put a stop to it, that you can resist the enemy, and it should flee from you. And see, there's nothing aggressive, nothing frustrating. There's no negative emotion by just coming and saying, I know I've been called to rid my city from darkness and that does not make me and us sitting here all that in a bag of chips. No, no, no. It's just us getting to our mandate, getting to a place where we say that, oh, I know what the fight has been about. The fight has been about you not getting into your place. The devil wants you to be so distracted the devil wants you to be so uh, without vision and focus. He, he, come on, have we not learned that while something small is happening on this side, something big is being pushed under the carpet somewhere else? Somebody, somebody cries mice or mouse and then we all jump and while that's being done, then all of a sudden, you know, something else is happening. Ask yourself what's happening behind the scenes. Because you have the Holy Spirit, you have God's anointing, you should, we should know all things. Now don't have an attitude of I know it, that I know it all. Please, let the love of Christ compel you. Get done with things that motivated, drove you, manipulated you in doing things in the past, the fear of the past repeating itself. No, no, let do what the word says. Guard your heart more than anything from, from it is the issues of life. Once I surrender and raise my hands, I also come and I say, Lord, now it's your turn to come and protect. Send people that will protect my organs. Come on. The word says that we should guard our hearts. But once we surrender and we say, God, it's not my problem, it's yours. You can, you can shape and form another heart. If that was the case, if mine was broken or mine was disappointed or whatever the case might be, God, it's your worries. I surrender unto you. Let the love of Christ compels. He didn't do anything that he didn't see his father do. 
he was led into the into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit it was not the nails that kept him to that cross as he became flesh as he became the word that took on flesh and he came not to abolish the law but to fulfill the law and to walk out every letter walk out everything that he had to do come and rectify come and also be the the ultimate offering for for all man forever it was his love for us and i want to say not just his love for us but his love for his father and obeying the mission obeying the mission why he was sent never losing focus never breaking focus never breaking character never getting to a place where all of a sudden he was distracted although there was very there was a lot of distractions the love of christ compels it comes and it leads us it leads us into this place of ministry it leads us into this place of doing and this is the only place where we can actually get to where we know that we have to now act we need to act on the word of god so that we can see what it, so that we can see what is it that we've been working with whatever was compelling you to do what you did up until now it's probably been tasted there was fire on it and only you know it's the hay and the stubble and the wood that would burn and then we come we say lord here we are some may be back at the same place for those in this place that has made full circle and you're back at a certain place in your life you didn't fail you weren't finished but now God gives you a fresh opportunity brand new start for the promises of the Lord is yes and amen the promises of the Lord is yes and amen we won't let go until he blesses us we won't let go until the breakthrough comes we won't let go. Come on, there's a couple of us that's here. You need to make your mind up. This is, we're, all, we're, we're almost to the end of February. But you need to make up your mind that you will not let go, that you will not, you will not sell out, that it will be Christ's love that compels you. You know that you've been called to business. You know that you've been called to, to higher positions and higher places. You know that you know that you know, and it's not you convincing yourself. It's the love of Christ. Everything has led up to this point. This is curtain call for you. Some of us are asking, but why is it that things are intensifying? All of a sudden, this last three weeks, it felt as if everything was bottlenecking. It's the curtain call, five-minute curtain call. God wants to bring you out. He wants to bring you out and others to be brought in. As deliverance is happening to you, it'll happen to them. That's why we stand on God's word. For He loves us. God loves us. Oh, how He loves us. God loves us. See, we need to believe it. We need to live it. We need to have and live from that realm for, from where we know God's mind, God's mind is made up. It's made up.
God loves us. Father, I pray that people right now, Lord, start experiencing a super outpouring of your love. Your perfect love, Lord. Father, I thank you that it strengthens them in this time and that it pulls them, it pushes, gently nudges them in the direction that you want them to experience and have in this time, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that we can come and just hold our hearts before you as you minister unto people's lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. As the worship team comes up, and Rose, I think just so that I don't forget you, you can position yourself close here to do that testimony. I just want to minister to a few people. Um, I don't know if I've seen you before, and, uh, but the Lord loves you, the Lord loves you, the Lord loves you. If anything, I want you to know that I'm here to confirm. Prophetic word is to confirm. It's here to edify. It's also to build you up, but it's, it has to be the word of God and sounds like God. I come and I say, um, it seems like there's been a couple of clouds that has been just coming together. And sometimes there is um, not, not the fear of rain, but the caution. Because um, there's been other times where there was just such a great washing, uh, a great washing away and, and a great force that came. And, and if, if, it was, if it was washing just what was needed, but it took a little more. It was as if it just took a little more than, than was needed. And you weren't prepared for it. And God say, I'm, I'm reestablishing. I'm reconnecting. I, I'm jointing you back together again. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a physical work as well. It's a time where it's as if just a, there's an overwhelming of a lot of emotions that wants to just come together and just catches you off guard and come against all forms and feelings of anxiety and just this is too much. And I'm, I'm having you, I speak to you to see the light for the Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. The ability that you have, and I, I know that there's certain things that you want it to, to be done right. It has to be done a certain way. It just has to be done a certain way. And, and God says that also even within the administrative skills that I love you for that and that it's needed, it's needed. But I see that there's almost a, a breaking out, an absolute breaking out of the old, uh, breaking out of you know, how it used to have been done. Um, uh, sometimes we want to live the lit just lift the lid just to see okay how the outside is but God says is that the actual just breaking out will cause what needs to fall to also break God's gonna he's gonna re, he's gonna reunite and rekindle the loves in the family that felt as if it's just been all over the place God loves you God loves you God loves you I see, I don't know, it's like I'm constantly just seeing you writing. I don't know if it's uh, things that has to be done, but I'm also seeing that there's, it's almost a, a journal that can help. A journal, your journey can help. Even if your journey would be turned into a journal, it could help. It can help. Don't think to yourself that you don't have anything to offer. God loves you and He has granted many a gifts, many a gifts. You can walk into a room and you can know what need is. You can know what it is that would be beneficial to the room. That's a godly gift. So, Father, I thank you for your daughter. I thank you that we can just speak love over her. Love over her. Love over her. Love over her. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Did, did I minister to you guys last week? Have I ever ministered to you before? I have. And... 
God's going to do it. 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 Just hold on to Him. And, and even when there's certain delays, remember the, the famous slogan, I think it's his famous slogan, slogan uh, famous Paula White slogan, delays not denial. I know it's just, you know, it's something that people say, but it is true. God's at times protecting. Remember, God's mind is made up. God's mind is made up and it's good thoughts. Don't wonder, it's good thoughts. Good thoughts, good thoughts, good thoughts. It's good thoughts, good thoughts, good thoughts. We worship you, Jesus. I know you guys are here for the first time, so I don't know if I don't want to freak you out when it comes to prophetic ministry. Do you do you get it? Like, do you know what it is? Okay. Uh, so it's not fortune telling, you know that. Okay, there's 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 legs that it should stand on. Number one, it should be it should be judged. So uh, because you knew, and I know maybe I hope there's somebody that knows you, but uh, you know, the two of you can judge it. God has you. There's been a couple of times when there's been certain shifts um, to, to where it felt like there was a change in plans, um, and it, it as if there was an earthquake, just a shake. Um, and God is not in the business where He teases us, like um, you know has us fallen and catches us it was free falling at one point but where the enemy tried to kill steal and destroy i come and i shut up those holes and those places i know that the power of agreement is real so the devil hates agreement the devil hates so what he tries to break is the power of agreement uh, even just in ourselves but know that you are entering into a season where you will start seeing how yes it has been little tricklings I speak peace. I speak peace, peace to the wars at mines and in mines. And I just see how, how there's a greater uh, support structure around you. A support structure. Sometimes it, it, it just empowers uh, or it paralyzes us when the support structure around us fails us. And I come and I apologize on behalf of anyone and everyone that, that you turned to and they weren't there, but you were always there for them. So I call to your lives what you need. I speak doors to open. There's, there's ability and there's giftings and there's talents. And uh, one, when you guys get into, and I don't know if you have your own business, but I do see business. I do see business over you, sir. Uh, when you do get into corporate, there's a, there's a swift acceleration because people know that you can be trusted. God's going to provide. God's going to provide. God's going to provide. I don't know if all three of them is yours but God's going to provide and and I say to you I say to you the the the, the self-condemning thoughts that's breaking your, your yourself down let that go let that go know that the Lord loves the Lord loves the Lord loves if anything and if anything I want to say it's that God loves that there's a strength in you there's a strength in you you can help so many people just with your testimony and the way that you guys were brought together and also brought up can bring healing sometimes one wants to push those thoughts to the to the back of the mind but it can help people it can help people because there's been many a times to just give up but you chose not to and those reasons needs to be equipped needs to be needs to be taught in this generation you've got a lot to offer you've got a lot to give but it's also time to be replenished it's time to be replenished know 
And yes, I see, I see ministry call over your lives. Yes, I see that. I see that. I see great giftings. Great giftings of your life. And sometimes once we look at the, the, just the landscape, the, the spiritual landscape current, currently we wonder how is it that we're going to even fit in there, whatever. Just know that God loves you and that He's a way maker. He's a way maker. I speak complete turnaround in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks that there will be a, a turnaround for the better. Certain deadlines. I see certain things that has been underlined that has to be it, there's certain things that has to manifest. God loves you. God loves you. I hope that makes sense. So, Father, I thank you for this family. We bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. Be glorified, O oh God. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Is it Afrikaans or is it English? English. Of the Afrikaans. Um, mag ik my julle bedien, is dit ok? So, so, ek maak maar net altyd seker dat mense verstaan waar oor gaan. En dit is, is nie lekker om al hierdie aandig op iemand op jezelf te heen. So ek weet julle is ook nie die type mense wat sê maar, weet hierdie aan, daar is soveel wat julle doen. Daar is soveel goeie goed. En dit is die jaar, dit is die jaar waar die Heere kom en sê die dinge wat in die geheim gebeur. Nou, Vir die jong mense is dit een skrif, wat hulle nek haar laat reis, wat hulle dink altyd is ontbloot van soveel negatieve dinge, maar wanneer een mens by een plek kom, waar die ene hand nie weet wat die ander hand doen nie, maar is goed, dit is dan tyd vir, vir beloning, so ek roep beloning om te kom, beloning om te kom, en die, die liefde wat julle so uitdeel, die liefde wat julle gee in die weise, die, die tyd wat julle vat om by mense te kan sit, en ek sien nie dat wanneer julle wel mense vat om, om net hulle by die hand te vat, en sê maar, daar is mense wat opstaan en sê, dankie dat julle net geluister het, dankie dat julle net die tyd gevat het, niemand het nog ooit aan ons die tyd gegee, wat julle gegee het nie, julle het nie nodig gehad, bezig met julle eie dinge, julle het nie nodig gehad om wel te luister nie, en al is mens net daar om te help, ek sien, dat is een baie sterk, um, en mense wil nie altyd die woorde sê nie, maar is een baie sterk uh, counseling ability, baie sterk uh, beradings uh, gave, om net mense te help om by die antwoorde uit te kom, en, en ek hoor hoe die Heere sê, dat hy vir julle ook gee, dit wat julle nodig het, van julle kop tot by julle toon, en laat hy vir julle beginne gee, daar is sekere dinkies wat net in plek bekom, en ek, en ek hoor hoe die Heere sê, dis tyd, en dan ook die, die weierkring, want eindelijk as julle net weet, ek wil amper as julle net werk is weet, die net is weet, en as mense wat, ek sê nie julle tap van julle nie, maar het nodig dat julle deurbraak ervaar, so dat hulle kan deurbraak ervaar, en ek roep die salving, ek roep die liefde van die Heere, die, die genade wat julle so weis aan mense, roep ek oor die julle familie en netwerk, dat julle sal sien hoe daar groot kracht en sterkte gaan opstaan, dat julle sal sien het is een van een uh, miracle catch, wat die nette nou ingetrek word, hy was uitgegooi in die onmoendelike kant, en nou word die net ingetrek, en daar moet hulp geroep word, en baie kere was die geroep daar, maar die hulp nie daar nie, maar julle was altyd bereid gewees om anders een nette recht te maak, maar nou sien ek waar julle net intrek, die Heere wat God is, gaan goed aan julle bewys, die Heere wat God is, gaan die goeie, gaan sy vader liefde oor hulle uitstort, 
Heere, ek dankie vir die weisheid. Dankie vir die liefde. Heere, ek dankie vir die weisheid. Dankie vir die liefde. In Jesus naam. In die naam van Jesus. Halleluja. Voor het is een altar, before we do an altar call, I want Rose to quickly just bless us with this testimony. She waited for two weeks. Hi, good morning, family. <laughs> um, I'm just privileged to um, stand here this morning and just share with you what God has done um, for me and for my family. Um, this is all about um, my daughter going to matric. So she did online for one and a half years through UCT. And when the school started, which was the 17th of January, uh, my daughter still didn't get placed for a school. So we, um, as we wanted to register online at that moment, um, and then it was said that um, they only go to grade 11. So I was like really in a bad situation. I even ended up at um, district of the Department of Education, um, putting um, children and even my child in a school, they put the children in the school if you can't get placed at the school. So I went to Kales River and I found myself, uh, even at that time, in Peru. Anyway, I was really in a dark, dark, dark place and I didn't know where to go and, you know, it was just very dark. And then all of a sudden, one night, I called the family and I said, let's just pray and trust God, you know, because He is an awesome God and what He says He will do. And then I called Amy and Donovan. I said, let's just pray. And then God just took me to this, um, this psalm here. I just want to quickly read. Which I just want to quickly read to you guys. A psalm 119 verse 2. When you find yourself in a time of trial. Sorry, I'm shaking now. <laughs> when you find yourself in a trial, try not to simply focus on where you are right now and what is happening to you at that moment. But see yourself and your circumstances through the eyes of faith. You will be blessed and favored as you do. So God just laid this in my heart and we're praying as a family and trusting God. And then one morning we took um, one of my, free, my husband's colleagues to work and we were phoning the whole place, the whole, we were in, even in Trafalgar in town trying to get to school for her no place and they don't take matrix and all of that but the faith that was stirred up in my heart knowing that God is able to do more and above above our dreams you know and he will find a place for Amy and then the, um, Debbie said to me Rose phone Scottsville and speak to Mrs. Now I didn't know this woman at all and then I phoned the morning and then the receptionist picked up the phone and said to me just hold on and then the lady said um she can make an appointment with me for the Friday, the Thursday, 8 o'clock. So Thursday, I stayed at home. I don't really work out. My husband, two days, two um, hours um, for the whole week in the morning, and then I come home after 12. And then that morning, I stayed home and went to Scottsville um, to see Mrs. Nell. And we were sitting in the office there, waiting. The bell rang. We were still waiting, and you know. Anyway, then she called us. She called us into the office. And I sat there, but having this positive, I just felt this presence of God, you know, as I was sitting in the office. And she was talking to us. So I assume that the Holy Spirit is now really busy with this woman, you know. And um, she was talking to Amy and talking to myself and all of that. 
But as she was explaining, the subjects at AMAS is not like really um, what in the group, the category that she must be in. She has to change a subject. So she had to change history for tourism to be in this category for them to accept her. So she said to Amy, Amy, think about it. I'm going to speak to the principal. And off she went in the other room speaking to the principal. Just five minutes afterwards, she came back and said, Amy, have you decided to change the subject? Are you willing to change the subject? No, I can't do it. And I'm thinking, oh, this is the only opportunity we have. And then she said, yes, ma'am, I'll change the subject. <laughs> so Mrs. Nell said, well, and she called the tourism lady so you know, to just give her a word or two and, you know, so forth and that. And then when everything was done, she said, Amy, you're starting tomorrow. The principal said, everything is in order. I wanted to cry. I said, Lord, this is all about you. It's nothing that I've done. It's all about you. And then we had to pay for the registration. We had to get the stationery, get the uniform, and everything happened that moment. I was off to Cape Cod, came back, and did what I had to do. And all praise be to God. Because if you can do it for me, you can surely do it for you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. If you are here today and you're in need of prayer, you're saying, I am in the beginning of this year already, but I, I need, I need God's help and aid. I need Him to work it out. Before we dismiss this service, won't you come out and we're just going to pray with you all our pastors and cell leaders that's here. If you're in need of prayer, don't, don't be in a rush to, to leave. It's still, still uh, just after 11. But just before, before we dismiss the service, if you are in need of prayer, anybody here in need of prayer, anybody, anybody, we worship you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Then before we dismiss, let's just absorb some of this worship because I pray that this afternoon that as people just meditate and just spend time with the Lord, that the Lord will also be one that will even give you deeper revelation and experiences and, and just break open this word and that there will be a stirring and a desire for Him to do greater mighty exploits this week in and through you. Father, we worship you, Jesus. We love you. Let your love, let your love, let your love surround us, oh God. We worship you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We worship you, Jesus. Oh, how great is the love that God has for us. We worship you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we love you. We love you, we love you. Yes. Oh, yes, how we love, how we love. Oh, He loves us.
worship you, Jesus. We exalt it. Oh, he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Yes, Jesus. Yes, he loves us. He loves us. He loves us. so kind and dismiss us please send us with blessing Father God thank you this morning Father for your word Father I pray that it will manifest into our hearts and into our lives Father that the love of God will compel us so Father that it will make a difference unto others out there Father thank you Lord for your loving kindness and mercy Father that is new every day and that follows us Father I pray that you will bless us in this morning Father I pray that you will bless us as we leave and Father, I pray that you will bless us in our mission fields, Father, and that every person that we come into contact with, Father, that you would just show your love through us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.